Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. We've got a great show coming up for you. You know, by now, you all know I live and work in New Jersey, and I have been absolutely shocked at the changes going on in Atlantic City over the last year. New casinos, new sports books, new mobile sites, new restaurants, new entertainment venues, lots of changes happening very fast. And the one place I go to keep up with what's going on in that seaside town is the press of Atlantic City. And we are fortunate to have one of its best writers who covers Atlantic City, David Danzis is with us. He's going to give us an update of what's happening on and off the boardwalk. So stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Sports betting is here, so now is the time to get ahead while the rest of the country is playing catch-up. Well, the way to gain an advantage over everyone else is to be more informed than everyone else, and that way is the Don Best Bet Camp. Moneyline Sports Group has partnered with Don Best Sports and FanDuel Sportsbook to offer a one-of-a-kind innovative program to help educate sports bettors to make smart, responsible wagers. Sign up today for the Don Best Bet Camp at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment in East Rutherford, New Jersey, home of the brand-new FanDuel Sportsbook on Friday, November 16th, for the launch event of this highly anticipated one-day hands-on experience. Act now and get $25 off your registration fee when you use our promo code BETNJ. You'll also get a free month of the premium Don Best subscription service, a $25 no-deposit-required bet when you download and register within the FanDuel mobile app, some cool swag, and much, much more. Your event fee includes breakfast, lunch, and a VIP cocktail party with the experts. Register now at DonBestBetCamp.com or call 833-DBBCAMP and use our promo code BETNJ. Stay ahead of the game with Don Best Bet Camp. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and you know this show keeps me busy traveling around the country. Do you hear all that noise behind me? That's a casino floor in Atlantic City. Even though I'm around all this excitement, I still need a good night's sleep, and that's why I bring my pillow everywhere. Now, don't get me wrong, the hotel rooms here are very comfortable, but some of their pillows aren't the best for my back and neck. That's why my pillow is a must for me when I travel. And now there's a great new deal being offered by the folks at my pillow. For a limited time, House of Cards listeners can receive a very special offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the four-pack special tab, and use promo code CARDS or call 1-800-319-7913 to take advantage of this four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows. MyPillow.com with promo code CARDS. That's promo code CARDS to take advantage of this four-pack special. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. You're listening to House of Cards. You are more in need of a night in Atlantic City than any man I've ever met. I'd say sit down at a table, go for dinner, see a show, take a walk on the boardwalk and smell the salt air. But if you're anything like me, nothing after sit down at a table is going to happen.
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you here. You know, living in New Jersey and working in the casino industry, there is one thing in my life I cannot do without, and that is the press of Atlantic City. I'm excited to talk to our next guest because from one of the best publications in New Jersey, I think we have one of its best writers on the phone. We have David Danzis. David, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. How are we doing this morning? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, like I said, from doing this show, living in New Jersey, being a gaming lawyer, I can't remember a busier six months in Atlantic City. I mean, it seems like new stories are coming out every day. I mean, do you remember a busier time in Atlantic City than this past year? <laughs> I, I don't think there has been one. <laughs> um, you know, be, between the two casinos and, and sports betting, you hit the nail on the head. It seems like something's happening every day and uh, certainly keeping me on my toes here. Yeah, I, I talked to a lot of people in the casino industry, and they said, you know, I think this has been Atlantic City's best summer in I don't know how many years. I mean, you cover the city every day. What's your assessment of how Atlantic City did over this past summer? Yeah, I, and the numbers support that argument. Um, you know, visitation was up. Uh, casino revenue was up. Room occupancy was up in the resort. Um, you know, all, all the available data completely supports that theory. And uh, it's certainly been a positive after several years of, of kind of going the other way, um, you know, with five casinos closing within two years. Um, it, it was certainly a welcome welcome change of, of pace for, for the city and, and especially the casinos here in Atlantic City. You mentioned before you know, about the two new properties, and I want to get your opinion on that. I mean, that's the Hard Rock and the Ocean Resort Casino. And I know before they opened, a lot of people were wondering how they're going to fit into the Atlantic City market. I mean, I remember a couple years ago where – Atlantic City saw profits rise when casinos were shut down. So how are these mm -hmm. two casinos fitting into the Atlantic City market? Well, as of right now, um, you know, we've only got about three months of available data okay. uh, to look at as, as far as how these two new properties have fit into the market. So Atlantic City now has nine operational casino properties. And uh, the addition of these two so far have not cannibalized the market. It's grown a little bit uh, month over month since, since these properties opened. And, um, you know, the other properties have, have felt it a little bit. Um, but overall, the amount of money that's, that's being spent in Atlantic City has gone up and the revenue for all nine of the properties goes up. So the argument is, uh, it can't be made yet that the two properties have, have completely cannibalized the market, which I think was, um, it was a legitimate fear, uh, for a lot of these operators when, when Hard Rock, uh, particularly announced that they would be opening this summer and then when Ocean Resort, uh, also announced. Um, but so far, the data hasn't backed up that that concern. Um, obviously, now we're we're in the shoulder season and we're heading into the off season, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens and, and how that plays out going into next spring. But so far, um, you know, Hard Rock's come in and and they've certainly made their their presence felt uh, in the market. They've they're sitting at, at number four right now as far as revenue generation. And, um, you know, they're, they're really hanging their hat on the fact that they're an entertainment destination that happens to have casino gambling. Um, Ocean Resort is, is, has gone the other way a little bit. Um, they're, they're looking more at conventions and trade shows and bringing in that, that demographic. And, and again, being a place that, that uh, additionally offers casino gaming. So both of these properties are trying out kind of a new concept here in Atlantic City where they're not so much focusing on the fact that they are a casino. They're, they're trying to, to lure people in the doors through their other amenities, Hard Rock with its entertainment and Ocean Resort with things like Top Golf and Royal Jelly and some of the clubs that they have there. Um, they're trying a, a new approach to, to Atlantic City. And I think that that, um, that fits into a larger um, plan that Atlantic City officials uh, have for the city and, and its revitalization. You know, we've heard a lot about the rebirth of the city and the casinos are certainly a big part of that. Um, but there's other things going on in the city that are contributing to that, um, such as the opening of Stockton, Stockton University's Atlantic City campus, um, South Jersey Gas bringing their headquarters in. You've got market rate housing being developed right outside uh, Ocean Resort. So there's other things that are drawing people to the city, and I think the casinos have been a, a beneficiary of that. I, I, that was my next question. I mean, I, I know Hard Rock came out and said, you know what, we're really going to stress the entertainment factor that we have in our resorts. I mean, do you see the other casinos following suit and down, not downplaying their gambling aspects, but really pumping up what they have to offer as a resort? I, I think, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to parse my answer here, but I think yes and no is the answer, right? Um, <laughs> You know, take, for example, Borgata this summer. Right? They celebrated their 15th anniversary this summer, and they pulled out all the stops. Um, you know, they had headlining concerts and, and comedians come into the property. They had 
um, this wonderful uh, three weeks, three or four week stretch where they had, uh, you know, world renowned chefs come in and do food tastings and whiskey pairings and things like that. Um, and, and there has been, um, an uptick in the, the quality of the acts being booked at the other properties, but I don't think right now there's, there's an arms race, so to speak, uh, to compete with hard rock. I think a lot of the properties are kind of, um, resigned to the fact that, you know, hard rock is an entertainment company first and foremost, and that's what they do, and that's what they're really, really good at. Um, and and the, the proof was in the pudding. You know, within the first weekend that Hard Rock opened up, they had Carrie Underwood and Pitbull back to back, and those were two huge concerts. Um, since then, you know, they've had Janet Jackson. They just recently had Kid Rock. So they're they're really trying to to live up to that expectation that they're an entertainment company first. Um, that now offers casino gaming at one of their properties. So the other properties aren't really trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. Um, they're still doing what they do. Um, but they're they're certainly aware of the fact that um, you know they might have to step up their game a little bit if they want to compete with Hard Rock. Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Her fur is so much shinier, silkier, softer. She has really mellowed a lot. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life. The shedding has stopped. The itching has stopped. Since 2001, we've helped more than a quarter million dogs get over their nutritional deficiency miseries. And saved our customers bazillions in vet bills. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Come to Dynavite for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite for life. Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynavite for help. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, we are talking with David Danzis from the Press of Atlantic City. I want to ask you about Ocean Resort because I remember when uh, I first went there, it was Revel. And um, I'd been there a couple times in Ocean Resort. And before they opened, a, a lot of people were talking about, you know what, they have an uphill battle because of the two new casinos. I, everyone thinks that Hard Rock is going to blow the doors off Ocean Resort. How are they doing in the market? Are they um, are they carving out a niche for themselves? Are, is it profitable yet? Well, um, I, I think if you talk to the owner of the property, Bruce Dykstick, um, he's he's very happy with the progress that Ocean Resort has made. Um, you know, he, he he bought a property that obviously had a history of problems. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, everybody was very well aware of the challenges that he had. Now, he's got two things working in his favor that Rebel did not. One of which is he does not have the massive amount of crippling debt that the operators and owners of Rebel did. Um, that's not to say that he doesn't have debt, but it's nowhere near the amount that, that the owners of Rebel did. Um, the second thing that Dysik did that was really smart and has certainly helped him, especially these first few months, is they renegotiated all the contracts with the retailers and the restaurants within the property. So um, Ocean Resort actually operates a lot of the restaurants, the clubs, and the retail stores uh, on the property, which is pretty significant because they're getting a cut of that revenue. So... They're cash flow positive. They're EBITDA positive, which is uh, something that Revel almost wasn't at all for the entire 26 months that it was open. Um, The bad news for Ocean Resort, unfortunately, is that they have been at the bottom of the pack uh, in total gaming revenue since they opened. Mm -hmm. 
they're they're probably not meeting their forecasted expectations. Uh, you know, I don't have access to that, but I do know um, when they were in front of these state gaming regulators seeking their casino license, they gave some initial projections, and, and there were some numbers there. And uh, based on those forecasts, um, they're going to fall short in their first year unless things change pretty dramatically for them over the next uh, eight, nine months. Um, with that being said, they do have a niche. Um, they are... They're a luxury resort, and in that sense, they're they're on the same level with Borgata. Now, they're clearly they're not doing the revenue that Borgata is doing, um, so they're not they're not in that stratosphere yet. But they do offer something that none of the other boardwalk properties offer, um, and that's a luxury experience. So they have carved out that niche. I think it's going to take them some time to. Um, to find people who are really vested in the property and, and fall in love with it. Um, you know, again, I, I think the, the shadow of Revel is hanging over them a little bit, and, and a lot of people still associate the former owners and the former property with what's going on there now. Um, so they, they have an uphill battle, but um, I will tell you I've had several conversations with Bruce Dysick, and the man is nothing if not committed mm-hmm. to Atlantic City and the success of, of the resort. So, um you know, there's been speculation and rumors that, um, you know, he's had several talks with other gaming companies about selling the property. Um, he's assured me that that is certainly not the case, and, and he's here for the for the duration and, and wants to stick this out and see both Ocean Resort Casino and Atlantic City be successful. I have to tell you, in my own opinion, I think it's one of the most beautiful properties on the boardwalk, even in Atlantic City itself. So I hope he makes a go of it. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I hesitate to give my own opinion about uh, any of the properties, <laughs> but um, it's it certainly, it, it's hard to argue that it's not one of the nicer properties in Atlantic City, sure. um, and certainly one of the nicer properties on the Jersey Shore, so he's definitely got that going for him. I, I gotta ask you, how has online gambling allowed casinos to reshape the way they use their physical property? The, the reason why I'm asking is I spoke to someone who works in the field and they said, you know, we're still making money with online gambling, which allows us to diversify what we can offer at our property. I mean, in your opinion, was online gambling the spark which allowed Atlantic City really to change its marketing plan? Um, I would say when online gambling itself launched in Atlantic City in 2013, that that sort of refocused the casino operators. They realized that there was potential there. So when sports betting was legalized um, in in May, or, or the excuse me, the Supreme Court overturned the ban in May, um, and then New Jersey legalized it in June. Um, there was a there was a strong push from the casino operators to get right into online sports betting. Now, depending on who you talk to, um, some people saw that as a negative. Um, for instance, uh, one of my good sources is Steve Norton. And Steve Norton is a longtime or was a longtime Atlantic City casino executive. He was intimately involved with, you know, the Casino Control Act when it was passed in 1978. So he's, uh, he's a little bit of, of an old school Atlantic City guy, and he doesn't see the the immediate benefit that the brick-and-mortar properties are getting from, from online gambling. Now, there's another school of thought that, um, specifically since New Jersey kind of has this, this short-term monopoly um, without New York and Pennsylvania uh, having sports betting operational yet, that they have a window here, and, and they're capitalizing on it. And the numbers do sort of back that up. I mean, um, you know, the Atlantic City properties alone that offer Internet sports betting you know, 50, 57% of the total sports betting done in Atlantic City was done through their online and mobile providers. So the majority of the sports betting done last month through Atlantic City licensees was done online. Now, what does that mean for the properties themselves? Well, it, it means they're still making a profit, but people aren't coming in the doors, right? So there's there's still this kind of school of thought out there that um, online isn't going to necessarily help Atlantic City, while it may help Atlantic City casinos, uh-huh. um, if that makes sense. So I think the, the, the short answer to that is the jury's still out. But there's uh, if you talk to the casino operators, they're certainly happy that they're they're able to offer online and mobile sports betting. And it's, it's certainly been a boon to their bottom line. So um, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. And if anything, I think it's going to it's only going to get more aggressive, uh, particularly with the success of the two racetracks 
that are allowed to have sports betting in New Jersey, which is Monmouth Park and Meadowlands. Um, I think the Atlantic City casinos are going to, you know, pardon the poor pun, but, you know, push more of their chips to the middle of the table when it comes to online mobile sports betting. Mm -hmm. You know, in the past couple of weeks, uh, David Rebuck, head of the Department of Gaming Enforcement, announced that the September numbers for sports betting in New Jersey was $184 million worth of bets were placed in Jersey. Now, everyone in, outside mm-hmm. of Vegas is pretty new to the sports betting world. Are, are these numbers, and he, and he called it stunning before he uh, released the numbers. So, uh, number one, does everyone think these numbers are stunning? And what did they mean for the actual Atlantic City sports books? So uh, the, the short answer to your first question is yes, those numbers are pretty stunning. <laughs> um, and I think a lot, yeah, they really are. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with, with kind of the novelty factor, right? I mean, mm-hmm. um, yes, Delaware had uh, limited sports betting prior to this, but really nowhere on the East Coast has, has anyone seen this prior to, to this year. So there was, there was a lot of excitement, uh, particularly those first couple weeks. Um, I mean, people were lining up at Borgata <laughs> to play sports bets. So, um, yeah, the, the numbers certainly are stunning. I, I would have to agree with the director there. Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no No free stuff. stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards with a great new offer from our friends at MyPillow. You've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep and alleviate your sore neck and back and all the special deals you can get through our show. Now, for a limited time, when you buy one MyPillow premium pillow, you get a second one for free. That's right, free, when you use our promo code CARDS at checkout. Head on over to MyPillow.com and click on the Buy One, Get One Free link. You can choose the size of each pillow and choose the fill of each one. You get the same 60-day money-back guarantee, the same 10-year warranty, and all my pillow pillows are made with their patented interlocking fill. That's the buy one, get one free offer from MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. Don't forget to use our promo code CARDS when checking out to take advantage of this great new offer from MyPillow. That's promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S. Better sleep starts with my pillow. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast, do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. 
So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at 1-855-PRO-LAWYERS for your confidential discussion. Again, that's 1-855-776-5299. Hey, how you doing? This is Joe Walsh. I'm speaking on behalf of Rad. It's okay to rock and roll, right? But don't drive home drunk. If you're drunk, call me up. I have a limo. I'll come and get you. Public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of November 5th, 2018. The NHL has announced that MGM Resorts International will be its official sports betting partner in the U.S. Under the agreement, MGM has a non-exclusive right to use the trademark and logos of the NHL and also utilize the real-time data generated by the teams. According to a report commissioned by the American Gaming Association, the NHL could potentially collect over $200 million more in additional revenue from these types of partnerships. Penn National Gaming and IGT have signed an agreement where IGT would provide a digital platform to allow Hollywood Casino to offer online gambling. Under this five-year agreement, customers on HollywoodCasino.com would have the option to play bingo, slots, and poker online for real money. According to Penn National, they expect to roll out their online product in early 2019. And finally, a few weeks back, we brought you the story of a Shark Tank-type competition held at G2E in Vegas. The winner of the $10,000 prize was Bill Hengler, who was a former Bellman and UNLV student. His winning entry was the DoorPro Doorstop, a device which holds hotel room doors open at their hinges. Congratulations, Bill. I hope this win opens a lot of doors for you. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortley and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgatic Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, we are talking with David Danzis from the Press of Atlantic City. I've been told by a yeah. couple people, um, you know, 
Sure, those numbers in September were great, but just wait for October. I mean, sure, we had baseball and football in September, but now you have hockey and basketball. Are you hearing that they expect a bigger October than September, which I I find hard to believe? And are they setting themselves for, you know, disappointment? Or what have you heard of people's expectations for sports begging numbers for October? Yeah, the, the expectation is that it's going to continue to grow um, basically through March. Um, you're, you're really going to continue to see growth in this market um, through March Madness. Um, and, and then you'll probably see it start to taper off for, for two reasons. One, obviously, the two big uh, betting sports, football and basketball, will be done. Um, but also at that point, you're, you're going to have competition from neighboring states. So it, it's completely expected that New York and Pennsylvania are going to have sports betting up and running um, any day now. Um, so I, I think I think most people realize that the high watermark is going to come sometime this fall, maybe early winter, uh, before it plateaus off and and maybe even starts to die down a little bit. Now, with that being said, um, you know no one should be uh, concerned about that um, in Vegas or Nevada. Excuse me, the entire state sports betting is only two percent of of the revenue that's generated out there. Last month. Um, it, sports betting was about 4% of the total revenue generated here in New Jersey. Um, it was about a little over 2% if you take away internet gaming. So the numbers are comparable, um, and, and that's not surprising. There's, there's, uh, there's a school of thought out there that New Jersey will eventually supplant Nevada as, as, the, sports betting, as the premier sports betting market in the country. And I think um, common sense would, would say that that's not an unrealistic expectation. Um, you know, we live between two highly populated metropolitan areas that have uh, almost 15 combined professional sports teams and, you know, uh, half a dozen collegiate uh, D1 schools. So the idea that uh, New Jersey is going to suffer significantly when sports betting is expanded or um, that the market's going to get oversaturated, I think is, is not an accurate one. I think, you know, New Jersey is going to continue to grow. Um, and, and there's no reason why it shouldn't, um, particularly with the, the marketing and the advertising muscle that's, that's behind the, the operators right now. I mean, you've got the two biggest daily fantasy sports operators uh, with licenses here in New Jersey to operate mobile and online sports books, and that's FanDuel and DraftKings. And um, those guys are known for their aggressive marketing tactics, and I think that's only going to grow the, the sports gambling market here in New Jersey and in the Northeast. Will every casino in Atlantic City now have a sports book? So once TROP opens this morning at 11 o'clock, you now have two physical properties left in Atlantic City that do not have a sports book. Um, one, is, one is Caesars, and the other is Hard Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not expect to see a sports book at Caesars simply for the fact that they are right next door to Bally's, and Bally's currently has a sports book inside their Wild Wild West casino. So I, I would not expect to see Caesars open up a physical sports book. Um, Hard Rock, we were just talking about this this morning in the newsroom. Um, what I think you're going to see from Hard Rock first is the launch of online sports betting. Um, they have a partnership with Bet365, and I suspect that we're going to be hearing something, um, if not next week, probably the week after, um, in regards to Hard Rock getting their online and mobile sports betting up and running, you know, um, you know a physical I'm, sports book in Hard Rock. I'm not sure you're going to see that anytime soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Hard Rock because I, one of the most interesting angles with regard to sports books in Atlantic City is the relationships to professional teams. I mean, I, I went to the opening of the mm-hmm. Hard Rock and they had a 9:30 press conference, and even before the doors opened, questions were being asked about sports betting. And the president responded by saying, you know, we have to work something out with the NFL because we have naming rights in the Miami Dolphin Stadium. And then you have Golden Nugget Sportsbook, whose owner is Tillman Fertitta, who is the owner of the Houston Rockets. And there are some prohibitions regarding betting on the NBA on that property. Are things getting worked yeah. out or are they still pretty much up in the air between these two sportsbooks? So... um Hard Rock, uh, we actually broke that story that Hard Rock would have um, some difficulty in, in launching sports betting at their property due to their relationship with the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Um, they've been very tight-lipped about what those restrictions are. Pardon me. Um, Jim Allen, the chairman of Hard Rock International, made reference to it at their, the casino license hearing. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I followed up on it and, and tried to follow the paper trail as far as I could. Um, you know, obviously their, their stadium naming rights deal for the Hard Rock Stadium in, in, uh, in Miami is confidential and, and they're not going to release that information to us. But um, several several sports attorneys that I've talked to said that they would not be surprised if there was some sort of um, preclusion in the contract that prevents Hard Rock from being associated with gaming. Now, the, the first question people ask is, well, there's sports betting at Hard Rock in Vegas. The logical explanation there is that there was probably a grandfather clause that allowed them to continue to do that, right? Um, now that the sports leagues have, I don't want to say they've turned the corner, but they've they've certainly seen the light, uh, so to speak, when it comes to sports betting. Sure, um, sure. You know, if people remember, it's actually the, the sports leagues who uh, challenged New Jersey's law to overturn the federal uh, ban on sports sports betting, right? That's how this whole thing started. Sure. Um, you know, New Jersey passed a law in 2014 legalizing sports betting, and the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, and NC2A sued the state. And that's how we ended up in May with the Supreme Court uh, overturning the, the professional uh, PASPA. So um, the, the long and the short of that is, you know, the weeks have sort of come around a little bit. Um, I think... Hard Rock is certainly um, making their case to, to their professional sports league partner that, you know, they're at a competitive disadvantage if they don't have this gaming amenity here in Atlantic City. And, um, you know, just, uh, what was it, last month or the month before, you know, MGM partnered with the with the NBA. Sure, sure. So I, I think what's going to happen is the NFL is, is going to, they're, they're probably going to be last to the table um, as far as fully embracing sports betting. But once they are, um, I think you'll see Hard Rock be able to um, to join the party, so to speak, and, and offer sports betting. But I think in the meantime, um, you know, they, they're probably working through whatever restrictions Miami Dolphins and the NFL have with Hard Rock as far as offering sports betting. And I think it's um, it's probably only going to be a matter of time. Like I said, uh, I suspect next week or the week after um, to hear something from Hard Rock about them launching online and mobile sports betting. So it was a, it was a roadblock. It was a hiccup uh, from them, really. You know jumping seamlessly into this, but um, I think once they do, you know, it'll, it'll kind of be a forgotten story that it was ever an issue to begin with. You know, very recently, Governor Phil Murphy signed a bill that raises taxes on casinos offering sports betting, which will benefit New Jersey, the New Jersey Casino Reinvestment Development Authority, or CRDA. Mm-hmm. Can you give us some particulars yep. regarding that new legislation? Yeah, so what happened there was... Um, and I don't want to bog people down in too much of the details, but um, Atlantic City is, is under the state government control at the moment, and part of that is because the, the city was nearly bankrupt. And a, a large reason for that was the tax appeals done by the casino properties and the amount of money that that ended up costing the city as far as the revenue that it generates from the tax collected. Um, so what the state did when they came over, when they came in and took over the city's government is they diverted all of the casino money that uh, had been going to fund, uh, you know, the senior citizens programs and disability programs and things like that. They diverted that funding directly to the city to help pay down its debt. That funding was referred to as IAT or uh, investment alternative tax. And it was, it was, uh, it was a fairly significant amount of money. So CRDA used to get that money. Now they don't. So for the last couple of years, uh, CRDA has been stacked for cash, for lack of a better term. They relied on luxury fees and, and um, room fees and, and parking fees to sustain themselves. So what the governor did was he signed legislation that adds an additional 1.25% tax on top of the existing tax rates. So uh, brick and mortar... Sportsbooks pay 8% tax, or 8.5% tax, excuse me, and uh, online is 13%. So this is an additional 1.25% on top of those taxes already. And that 1.25% is going to go directly to the CRDA. And they have a new mission now. They've, they've been tasked with um, you know, being the marketing and the promotional arm of Atlantic City. Um, and that's what that money is going to be. That's what it's statutorily mandated to be used for. Um so we'll we'll see how that plays out, but again, one point two five percent is is not 
anywhere near the amount of money that they were collecting under the IAT funds. So um, it doesn't it doesn't plug the hole. It's just a, a little bit of a stopgap for the time being. But yes, uh, the governor did sign legislation recently that that changed the tax rate that had only been two months old. Well, let me ask you this, because we've had questions about this, uh, you know, yeah, the possible unfairness of this. Will will there be an increase in taxes for the two sports books in North Jersey, the Fandle Sportsbooks in the Meadowlands and Mammoth Park? And if so, they're using that tax to help their competitors in Atlantic City. I mean, have they raised any questions so, or concerns about that? So I'm glad you asked that. There, there is a provision in the law okay. um, that, that makes a distinction between the Atlantic City casinos and the two sports and the, the two racetracks. So the money derived from sports betting at the Atlantic City properties and their online and mobile partners that goes to the CRDA. Okay. The additional 1.25 percent that's being taxed at the Meadowlands and Monmouth goes directly to the host municipality, so Oceanport and, and East Rutherford, respectively. Um, so that money does not come into Atlantic City. It does not go to the state. It goes directly to the host municipality of the actual physical facility. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Sports betting is here, so now is the time to get ahead while the rest of the country is playing catch-up. Well, the way to gain an advantage over everyone else is to be more informed than everyone else, and that way is the Don Best Bet Camp. Moneyline Sports Group has partnered with Don Best Sports and FanDuel Sportsbook to offer a one-of-a-kind, innovative program to help educated sports bettors to make smart, responsible wagers. Sign up today for the Don Best Bet Camp at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment in East Rutherford, New Jersey, home of the brand-new FanDuel Sportsbook on Friday, November 16th, for the launch event of this highly anticipated one-day hands-on experience. Act now and get $25 off your registration fee when you use our promo code BETNJ. You'll also get a free month of the premium Don Best subscription service, a $25 no-deposit-required bet when you download and register within the FanDuel mobile app, some cool swag, and much, much more. You get breakfast, lunch, and even a VIP cocktail party where you can mingle with the experts and meet Jonathan Goldsmith and his Astro Ladies. Register now at DonBestBetCamp.com or call 833-DBB-CAMP and use our promo code BETNJ. Stay ahead of the game with Don Best Bet Camp. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD, plus free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. Again, that's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. 
stay in the loop, and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Night. Night. Not thrilling, but night. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, we are talking with David Danzis from the Press of Atlantic City. I'm glad you cheer, uh, cleared that up because we've gotten emails from listeners saying, that doesn't seem fair. Why are they paying for their competitors? And uh, I'm glad you uh, cleared that up. Yeah, and, and you know, <laughs> if you asked the folks in Atlantic City, they would, uh, if that had been the case, they would immediately count, oh, it isn't fair that Atlantic City has been, you know, Shucking money out to the rest of the state for, for four years yep. from casino gaming. So, um, you know, you would you wouldn't get anybody in Atlantic City to to give you a sympathetic shoulder to cry sure. on if that was the no. case. But um, it, it's not the case. Those those two places are getting that tax money directly. I, I have to ask you. I mean, like I said in the beginning, you know, a couple years ago they actually closed casinos to make Atlantic City more profitable. Have you heard? Any executive or anyone in the sports betting field express some concern over too much of a good thing right now? Has anyone said, you know what, maybe too many sports books or too many sports betting apps hurt the industry in Atlantic City, or are we still in the honeymoon phase of the sports betting business? It, it's definitely the latter right now. Um, everybody is still you know, kind of drunk on the idea of sports betting. Um, it, it's the new kid in town. It's the new shiny toy. Everybody wants to play with it. Um, and, and so are the new, two new casinos, right? Everybody's happy to have those properties filled again and, and to see action there. So no one, no one's really, um, no, no one's predicting that the sky is going to fall anytime soon. And I, I think you'd be hard pressed to, to, to have anybody tell you that Atlantic City is going to fall on hard times again. Um, like it did between 2014 and 2016 when we saw five casino properties close here in the city. Um, with that being said, I think everyone recognizes that um, Atlantic City is never going to be a $5 billion gaming market again. Those days are gone. Um, you know, right now it's, it's a little over $2.5 billion market. It actually just fell behind Pennsylvania uh, if you take the whole of the state as a market um, in, in being the second largest market in the country. Um, so Atlantic City's probably plateaued um, as far as what it's going to generate in, in terms of revenue. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not enough money to go around to support the nine properties. Um, and then again, you could also um, don't be surprised if, if one property throws in the towel and says, you know what, maybe it's just not worth it mm-hmm. for us to be here anymore. Um, I, I won't speculate on who that property is, but um, I think if anybody looked hard enough at the numbers, uh, the answer would probably jump off at the jump off the page at you. Um, so, the possibility of of one property, possibly two, closing in the next twelve months, eighteen months, is, is certainly on the table. Um, but right now, you know, no one's talking about that. No one's no one's predicting the sky is going to fall again. So, I think people are pretty comfortable with where the Atlantic City market is today. As you said, Pennsylvania is very close to allowing sports betting. I know that was one of the reasons a lot of people in New Jersey gave for maybe the, you know, the downtick in Atlantic City. Is anyone expressing concerns about Pennsylvania sports betting business taking a chunk out of the profits for Atlantic City? Yeah, and it will, right? I mean, I think it would be silly to think otherwise. Um, you know, a lot of people that are coming to Atlantic City casinos walking through the doors to place a sports bet are, are South Jersey residents or they're, they're coming from um, you know, somewhere outside of Philadelphia. So, um, you know, convenience is, is a big thing when it comes to gaming, right? I mean, that's that's sort of what hurt Atlantic City to begin with um, when, when Pennsylvania allowed gambling and, and to a lesser extent when New York did. Um, so, yes, of course, um, once Pennsylvania and New York offer sports betting, um, Atlantic City is going to see a little bit of a loss. But, you know, Atlantic City has something that those other places don't, and, and they never can, and, and that's um, a destination. You know, they, we have the boardwalk, we have the beach, and those things do matter. And now, granted, 
no one's walking the boardwalk in, in the middle of February in Atlantic City. Um, but that doesn't mean it still doesn't hurt to have a, a nice ocean view room and, and all the other things that come with coming to a casino resort here in Atlantic City. So, yes, there, there will be uh, some losses felt when Pennsylvania and New York offer sports betting, but I don't think it's going to be significant, and I don't think anybody's concerned about it. David, we're running out of time, but I want to give you the chance to give out your website or your Twitter handle so people can read all about what's going on in Atlantic City and New Jersey. Oh, geez, you totally caught me off guard. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, we don't have a website, but I encourage anyone who's, who's interested in what's going on uh, with Atlantic City casinos to check out pressofac.com. Um, you know, we have an entire section devoted to Atlantic City and, and to casinos and gaming. I go to it every um, day. And if you want to so. follow me on Yep, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm not hard to find. I'm at AC Press Danzis, that's D-A-N-Z-I-S. Um, and if anyone's curious about what Tropicana's new temporary sports book looks like, uh, check my Twitter in about a half an hour, and you'll you'll get a first peek at it. And we'll certainly retweet that, uh, like we always do. David Danzis from the Press of Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> You're our news source, so uh, if if you want to find uh, Dave's Twitter handle, look at our Twitter handle. Dave Danzis from the Press of Atlantic Appreciate City. That. Yeah, absolutely. Dave Danzis from the Press of Atlantic City. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. You too. That's all the time we have for this week's House of Cards. Keep going to our website, houseofcardsradio.com. Keep checking in with Twitter at HOC Radio and tune in next week. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.